Welcome to this message from Shofar Christian Church. May you experience God's grace as you listen to His Word being preached. Hello. Um, so, yeah, I just saw this picture of like in the medieval times when a king sat in his hall and there's this massive hall and it's a festivity so everybody is there and everybody's eating and everybody's enjoying it um, and God is the king on the throne and a lot of people are busy partying in the corner and having fun um, but there's only a few that's close to the king that talks to him and I just feel like God is saying come closer come and eat with me come and be with me let us speak to you that I share with you. Okay. Now, uh, I'd like to just invite um, if you have a testimony. Um, you, God has just um, brought breakthrough in, uh, in any area lately. Um, yeah, come and share that with us. It didn't happen, and a year to wait is quite a long time to wait. <laughs> and in this week, it was it happened very quickly. I saw a job um, on Facebook, actually. It was quite interesting. I applied, um, not thinking that anything would happen. When I applied, there was a few concerns. I had, like, a little checklist. Um, it was a lower position at where I'm now, so I was like, okay, it's fine, but there's obviously going to have a salary um, impact so we'll have to rebudget and my notice period that's going to have an impact as well because I promised my current company that I'll give them three months notice so see and um, <laughs> and yeah there was a lot of things traveling I don't really want to travel a lot and I don't want to also be a lab rat so I don't want to sit in the lab all day because that is my field um, yeah there were like a whole list of things and I want to work for a multinational I want to be able to travel and experience different countries and learn from other people because at the moment at my current job I'm the only one in my field there so I can't really um, bounce ideas off of people in my industry yeah so they phoned me like 
probably like about a week after I applied and they said, okay, cool. Um, just quickly gonna do a telephonic interview. Right now, I was like, okay, <laughs> did the interview, <laughs> great. <laughs> I knew the person actually very well. So I had like a little foot in the door there. And um, it was about two or three days afterwards, a lady from Germany phoned me. Uh, their HR department, also quickly, um, seven o'clock at night, just a quick telephonic interview. I was like, oh, okay, did it. And it was about a week, um, it was Friday that passed, I got my offer letter. And it ticked all the boxes. They um, bumped the, the position up by two levels. So um, my salary range that I, um, I said I expected this, they gave me the top end of what I asked them, plus benefits. <laughs> um, so it's about a 30% increase. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is so great. Free budget. Um, and they, yeah, they're giving me almost three months to give them notice. So it works out perfectly. I only need to start in December, the 1st of December. So if I, yeah, it'll be three months. And um, it is a multinational, so they might send me to Europe for training once a year. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it literally just ticked all my boxes and I was so worried. I didn't ask God, you know, I want this and I want this and I want this. But he knew my heart. I just said I need... I just need a new position and he, he just knew my heart and he knew everything. So yeah, it's it's such a cool testimony and it's exactly three years I will have worked for my previous company. So and that is at my interview when I started there I promised them three years. So it would be exactly three years. So and I really felt that I didn't want to like for us in the corporate world, our word is really all we have. And I didn't want to go back on my word just because I was hungry for a new position or more money or what, what, what. So I kept my word in both ways. I'll stay there for three years and I would have given them three months' notice. So, yeah, praise God. Well done for waiting well. Waiting well is big. testimony um, and it almost feels surreal to be sharing it because there was so many so much time that I never believed that this would actually like you know, finish <laughs> but you know, three years ago I went to Belgium and um, I didn't think it through and I landed there and it got the fright of my life um, I didn't know anyone and yeah, it was just really a shock, and I started to not be able to sleep um, on the second day that I got there. Um, yeah, so I slept about like two or three hours a week. Um, yeah, so it was it was horrible, and I cried most of the time. And you know, at first for about a year, like I had faith and. I was praying and people were praying with me and and after about a year like yeah I lost hope and I said to people to stop praying for me um because like I couldn't take I couldn't take the disappointment anymore um yeah so I for about six months I completely lost hope I thought I would never 
Yeah, I was engaged to Cornell, but I thought like I could never have a family, I could never have kids if I'm in the state, I could never like have a job. So there was just a sense of like hopelessness in terms of my future. Um, yeah, and so we, we went to Ukraine a couple of weeks ago and um, there like also most of the time I wasn't sleeping and yeah. And then I just shared it with one of the yeah, the pastor that was there from America and just said this is what's been happening, but like it's fine. Um, this is who I am now and I'm okay with it. And then he was like, um, no, he feels there was a, a demonic attack on me in Belgium and prayed a really simple prayer, went away. Um, and yeah, so it's, we've been back for about three weeks now. And for the first time in three years, um, I've had three weeks of like eight hour a night sleep. <laughs> yeah, so I just wanna, you know, it's, you know, I just want to thank God because it's, you know, I, I feel like I can go on again and, you know, I learned a lot, but I, I'm flipping glad this moment has arrived. <laughs> you know. Sure, God is good. Um, Anyone else? Couple of people, come. Thank you so much. That actually encouraged me personally really a lot. Thank you. Um, I want to share testimony about my dad. It's just so good that everyone needs to hear it. Um, so my dad, my parents were divorced and I was in grade four. And ever since then, he's sort of went on a, a journey to find himself and found himself in a lot of worldly philosophies, very new age beliefs. So he was very spiritual, believed, you know, karma, crystals, um, quite a variety of different things. And my sister and I were really, you know, we really tried our best to engage my dad in conversation about Jesus and it just got to a point where it was just a frustration, actually. So we took a step back. And this was about, I think I was in my third year of university, so it was about four years ago. And we just started praying. Like, it was that, yeah, I just decided I'm just going to intently start praying for my dad. And, yeah, so it's been quite a long time of praying. And three weeks ago, my dad gave his life to the Lord. <laughs> yeah. And... I think what's so incredible is that it's not just, you know, oh, yay, we did it, you know, go us, my dad's now a Christian. That's not the testimony, but the testimony is really to see how God is touching my dad's heart. Like, my dad has no Christian context at all, never been to church, never read the Bible, and yet his experience of God, he said to us the other day, he was like, guys, so when you become a Christian, do you have to carry around Kleenex wherever you go? Because he just cries the whole time because he's just completely moved by the, the love of God. So it's just so beautiful. Again, it testifies to the reality of Jesus, to the power of prayer and the faithfulness and love of God for our friends and family. So praise God. Yeah, I feel like I need some Kleenex. <laughs> um, who else? <laughs> Let's keep it going. <laughs> This is so good. So, anyone else that would like to share a testimony? Uh, 
Come, 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 come. Women's Month, it was so beautiful just hearing all the ladies' voices in harmony in worship um, and all the testimonies. Just um, so I just wanted to say that um, I broke both hands <laughs> when I was lying. I broke one hand, and then the other hand um, was also injured. Um, I did X-rays and everything. Oh, it was just sore. That's all. So um, I asked God if He can fix my hand, uh, make it better, and then after that, the one that wasn't broken was not sore anymore. And this was everything this year. And then the other day I was jogging and I think I stepped in a ball. <laughs> so I injured my knee. Then the next day I came to church and I couldn't really walk. <laughs> and then um, and we and the ch- um, they prayed for my knee. And then um, all of a sudden I could walk smoothly. <laughs> So my knee's a lot better. <laughs> Nothing's wrong with it. So um, I just wanted to say that um, God's always there for you and he always listens. And even though um, your prayers aren't answered now, or, um, he's always there and he will look after you. So yeah. Hi. So I didn't think I was going to share this. Um, so my whole life, I've been tired. And I've just slept where I go. Um, and I've just kind of gone to the conclusion, like you said as well, like, that's who I am now. I'm the girl who sleeps. And that's just me. And a few weeks ago, Randomly, one of our neighbors got to me because I went for an IV drip for vitamins to just survive at work, actually, just to not want to sleep at work. And I got to her, and she was like, well, my husband has this thing, and it sounds very much like his profile. And very randomly, things started to fall in place. And um, it was things about diet and things that had to change. And for the first time this week, I, I haven't been tired. Um, and it almost got to a point like I went for IVs for every week now for the past month to be able to kind of just survive. And this week they phoned me and said, well, um, we, we don't have the one vitamin, so do you want to come now or on Monday? And I was like, oh, I've just gone Monday because I'm paying quite a bit, so I want all the vitamins <laughs> you can give me. And I was like, okay, this is Tuesday and I'm supposed to have it now, so I'll probably be really, really tired on like tomorrow, and this whole week I was fine, and I was just didn't, I didn't have to sleep all the time, but I remember I was telling one of my friends that when I found this out, I was like, yo, God, it's, why only now? I've been tired since I was 14 years old, and sleeping in classes, sleeping just everywhere, and I feel like I've missed out on my life. Um, friends would go out, friends would have dinners, and I would just be like, sorry, guys, I want to go sleep, and God just, yeah, in the last 
two, three weeks have been showing me how he was there in times like exams in university where I couldn't stay awake for more than two hours. How by hook or by crook, I didn't pass the exams. I did really well, but it was all his grace. And he's just been pinpointing how, yes, I might have missed out, but he's always been carrying me throughout this journey. And I can finally say I don't have to sleep all the time. <laughs> That's really great. <laughs> Yes, you may also come. I'll cut my sermon short. This is just too good to stop. Yeah, so um, about three years ago, we um, stayed in Pretoria and we, had, we were pretty comfortable. And God challenged us a bit um, to go and help in the Netherlands with the church plant. So we packed up, went that side. And it was actually quite tough for us. Um, you don't realize how difficult it is when you go out of community, although it's also people from Shofro, from different congregations. You just don't have a relationship yet, so you have to build it, and the beginning is challenging often in relationships. So, and while we were there, we didn't have a clear wish vision from what's God's call for us, what's our purpose there. Um, so that was quite challenging. We spent a lot of time just asking God, what's happening, what's happening? And we were going through our finances as well. So it was a really stressful time. And in that time, God said, okay, you need, I'm going to give you a son, fall pregnant. And I was like, hmm, okay. <laughs> and we came back to South Africa after a year. Um, and... It was so interesting. My wife couldn't work. She was about to have a baby. I must look for a job quickly. So it was quite a, a challenge and a rough time last year. Well, it was last year. Um, and then end of last year, my son fell into the pool. And I think most of you know the story. Um, and then we had to move here. And it's also quite challenging and quite rough. And... Yeah, the testimony part about this is <laughs> um, there's just absolutely no way I would have been sane or my wife if it wasn't for God. Sure. Um, just his provision, emotionally, just staying sane, sure. financially, work-wise, friends, community. I mean, we're in church now for six months, and we love it, yeah. We know so m a lot of people already and have good relationships, and it just happens so quickly. Um, and I just want to thank God for that, you know. If he didn't, if he wasn't our dad, we would probably have been dead or insane at this stage. Thanks. <laughs> yes, another one. Let's go. <laughs> I know it's going to be good, so let's go. Um, so yesterday we went on a treasure hunt, and for those of you who don't know what a treasure hunt is, it's basically, um, we just trust God for words of knowledge. He's going to show us specific people that are on his heart, show us what they're wearing, where they're going to be, um, and what they need prayer for. And God was speaking to me throughout the week. Um, he told me that I need to buy a bunch of yellow flowers, and um, that the person who they're for is going to come and speak to me. So I said, okay. And the venue and nothing turned out it was supposed to be a Woolworths, and we never got to a Woolworths, so I was like, okay, 
And my friend encouraged me. She said, Nadia, just go and get them a fruit and veg. Don't let that stop you. I said, okay, whatever. And I went into fruit and veg, bought the flowers, prayed for the woman behind the till. She was super encouraged, um, shared the love of Jesus with her. As we walked out, um, just a lot of crazy stuff. We prayed for a Muslim woman for healing. And then once that was done, we were standing outside, and um, I was like, I wonder who these flowers are for. And the next moment I heard, happy birthday, man. And I turned around, I'm like, hello. And there was a guy that had walked out of the, I think it was a liquor store. And um, he pointed his finger at my flowers and he said, can I have those? I said, yeah, you can have them. Um, I bought them for you because God told me in the week to buy these flowers for, um, for someone. And um, they're for you. And I uh, proceeded to just tell him about the love of Jesus and um, prayed for pain in his body. Some of it was healed, not all of it was healed, but that's just amazing that God would highlight someone so, so specifically um, and point them out. And um, uh, earlier this week as well, there's a lady who works at the spa Flora. Um, we've become buddies for the last two years. I've prayed for her um, for healing. She had blood pressure issues prayed for for healing, and um, when I came back the next time, I was like, how's she doing? She says, sure, she's still a little bit dizzy. I said, okay, come, let's pray again, um, and I prayed again. She went back to the doctor. She's been completely healed. Um, it's been about a year that she doesn't need to take medication, so um, a year later, I'm always asking, how's she doing? And the other day, she came to me, and she's, um, she said, no, she's not actually okay. She's struggling with her stomach. She hasn't been able to eat um, properly. Uh, every time she eats something, whether it's meat or whatever, something spicy, like she gets the worst stomach cramps. So it's been a month that she hasn't been able to eat properly. And uh, so prayed for her, and I saw her. That was, I think, two weeks after I prayed for her, asked her, how are you doing? She says, you won't believe it. After we prayed, perfectly healed. Um, she doesn't have any more pain. So praise God, he's in the healing business. <laughs> So I don't really know what I'm supposed to say. Um, I just want to testify of God's love and yeah, just um, that he really wants freedom for us. And I really experienced that this week. <laughs> just the immense power of his love. Um, yeah, just washing over me. And yeah, just I really, yeah, there was a lot of um, things that happened this year and yeah, I just want to say and encourage you that he's, he's always there for us, um, even if we can't see it while we're in it. He's always there, and he wants to bring us breakthrough. He wants to set us free. Yeah, and he loves us so, so much, even more than we can ever understand or think. Yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> Okay. Hi, guys. Um, so some of you know my story, so I also don't have complete breakthrough yet, or I believe that I do. I must just go and test. <laughs> so um, I was last year, July, I went on a mission trip to Jordan, and we came back, and I actually, we all got sick. We had, like, some bad mince the last day for our meal. So I was flat down in bed for, like, three days, and, like, after that, that week that I had to go back to work, 
um, I had to go to Durban for work. And on the third day, I woke up and I couldn't see at all through my right eye. Um, so my vision was completely blurry, plus like white and stuff in my eye. And um, I was a little bit freaked out. And I just asked one of my colleagues if they could please take me to the doctor. But this has happened like about seven or eight years before as well. So I wasn't too freaked out because I was like, okay, last time I went to the doctor, she gave me stuff and it cleared out. So I'm sure it will be fine. I just need to go to the doc. And um, I went to the doctor and she looked at me and she just like said, mm, I'm not sure what this is, but there's a specialist optometrist just upstairs. So please just go there and um, I'll feel better if you come back afterwards, if he can have a look at you. So I went upstairs and he looked at me and like after doing a few tests, he said, um, what you have, ma'am, is um, uveitis, which is basically like inflammation in my eye. So it's not like coma or anything like that. And he basically said, look, my thing is, I think you probably have an autoimmune disease. I have no idea which one it is, but I do suspect it's something. Go and test yourself um, for HLA B27, which is the genetic marker for like lupus and a few other things. He said, I don't know which autoimmune you have, but it's one of those. So I went back downstairs. He gave me quite a lot of like cortisone. And after week four, being back here in Joburg, like it was still not better. And uh, like at that stage, quite a few people were really like praying for me. And I went back to the doctor referred me to specialists, and then we did a blood test, and it did come back positive, so I tested positive for HLA-B27. And um, after week six, I still <laughs> had no vision, and it was, like, quite painful, because I would, like, not be able to look, because it's, like, drops you put in to, like, dilate your eyes, because it can, like, it can actually grow together on your retina. So I couldn't look into sunlight at all. It was extremely painful for me to actually look at sunlight. So after week six, I still had nothing, went back to the doctor again, and she again wanted to refer me on to a specialist. So at this point in time, I started just leaving like voice notes to quite a few friends um, to just ask to please come to me to pray for me. And that, like, this was like now after six weeks, and each time on a Sunday, like I would go forward for prayer <laughs> and ask people to pray for me, like the breakthrough would just not come, but like still just like pressed in. And um, that Sunday evening, um, Henny and Nadia and Almery um, again just prayed for me. And I really experienced in the spirit, I just experienced breakthrough. And that next morning, I had to drive into like inner city and like it's like seven in the morning and that sunlight is quite bright. And as I like drove into the sunlight for the first time in six weeks, I could actually look into the sunlight like with no pain and I just knew like nothing has changed I'm still on the same medicine like nothing else has changed before now this is God like he came and he like restored my vision so like everything went on and the beginning of this year like February again I had another flare-up and again my vision started to get blurry so I went back and that's when they sort of diagnosed me with ankylosing spondylitis now just to paint a picture for the last three years every single morning I woke up with back pain <laughs> So I didn't know what the back pain was at all. Like, and me and my friend Renette have been praying to me for healing for this back pain for the last three years. And eventually, like, we started to pray, God, just come and show us what is wrong because we don't know like, what is going on here. So um, when I sort of got diagnosed, for me it was also like an answer to that prayer because we didn't know what we were praying for. And God came and he showed me, this is what it is, and this is what you need to pray for. And like in that moment, when I was like asking God to just come and show again, like in February, like I was doing research for like 
life-changing diet for autoimmune, like, overall. And I just experienced, like, oh, I need to go to this one page um, after I was, like, looking at stuff. And it said, like, no starch diet, low starch diet for ankylosing spondylitis. And I went onto it, and I, like, as I read through everything, I was like, this is all the symptoms I've been experiencing. So for me, it was really like an answer to prayer for God, coming to show me exactly what is wrong and what to pray for. And in that moment, I, what I felt I needed to do as part of like my healing is change my diet, which I then did. So for the last seven months, I've been like doing this like protocol and my back pain has disappeared with 80%. So like, I think answers don't always look exactly like we want it. And we, we try and put God also in a box. And like for me, part of my answers, and like I'm really trusting, like I say, that God is going to come and write, rewrite my DNA. I truly believe that he can. So I'm just going to trust that when I do go for a blood test, that it's actually going to test negative. <laughs> so it's really what I'm trusting for, because he is the God of the breakthrough, and he is the God of healing still today. And um, yeah, and also like sometimes that picture just looks different. It looks different than what we expect. For me, it was like God being obedient when he said, to need to actually need to change your diet. So for me, breakthrough came through that way as well. So I just want to encourage you. Thanks for listening to this message from Shofar Johannesburg. May the grace you receive produce God's greatest glory and your greatest good. For more information and sermons, please visit our website at www.shofar.joburg.